0: In the heart of a realm forever bathed in the resplendent glow of the sun, stood the majestic sun throne, a symbol of enduring light and strength. This throne, crafted in ancient times by skilled artisans under celestial guidance, was not just a seat of power, but also a symbol of strength for the kingdom. The throne's brilliance was said to be derived from the sun itself, granting prosperity and protection to the land it oversaw. Guarding this sacred throne were the Solar Knights, an elite order of warriors sworn to protect the kingdom and its luminous heart. Among these knights, Gareth stood out for his unwavering dedication and exceptional skill. Raised from a young age in the ways of the Solar Knights, he had always been fascinated by the legends and lore surrounding the Sun Throne. His life was dedicated to its service, believing in the ancient prophecy that as long as the throne shone bright, the kingdom would flourish in peace and harmony. As the kingdom prepared for the rare celestial event of a solar eclipse, a sense of excitement mixed with reverence filled the air. Eclipses were viewed as significant omens, often interpreted by the kingdom's seers as harbingers of change. The people looked towards the sky with anticipation, ready to witness the moon briefly overshadowing the sun, turning day into night. Gareth, clad in his radiant armor reflecting the sun's golden hues, stood vigilant, overseeing the preparations. The solar Knights had arranged a grand ceremony to honor the eclipse, a tradition passed down through generations. It was a time for the kingdom to come together, to celebrate the celestial dance of the sun and moon. However, unknown to Gareth and his fellow knights, this eclipse was destined to be unlike any before. For centuries, the kingdom had been shielded from darkness, both literal and metaphorical, by the sun throne's light. But as the moon's shadow crept across the sun, a different kind of darkness, ancient and malevolent, stirred in the shadows, waiting for its moment to strike. Gareth, ever vigilant, stood ready at his post, unaware that the coming eclipse would test not just his skills as a knight, but the very core of his beliefs. The darkness that was about to descend upon the kingdom would challenge his oath to protect the sun throne and force him to confront truths long hidden in the annals of time. This eclipse would mark the beginning of an epic saga, a struggle between light and darkness, with the fate of the kingdom hanging in the balance. As the moon began its slow, inexorable passage across the sun, an eerie calm descended upon the kingdom. The once radiant sky dimmed, casting long, wavering shadows across the land. People gathered in squares and on hillsides, gazing upwards through protective lenses, witnessing the celestial phenomenon that was the solar eclipse. The air was filled with a mix of awe and trepidation, as the light of day faded into an unnatural twilight. Gareth, standing tall and resolute in the courtyard of the sun throne, felt a strange unease. The solar Knights around him were arrayed in ceremonial formation, their armor glinting dully in the diminishing light. He had always found strength in the sun's unyielding light, but now as the eclipse progressed, a sense of vulnerability crept into his heart. Suddenly the ground trembled, and a cold wind swept across the kingdom. The darkening sky seemed to ripple, and from these undulations emerged figures cloaked in shadow. These were no mere bandits or rebels. They were entities of darkness, their forms vague and shifting, as if woven from the night itself. The kingdom, unaccustomed to such darkness, fell into chaos. The solar nights, trained for battle in the sun's embrace, found themselves disoriented in the sudden gloom. Gareth, however, did not falter. His voice rang clear and commanding as he rallied his comrades, To arms, knights! Protect the throne! The knights drew their swords, the blades glinting faintly in the dim light. Gareth led the charge, his own sword a beacon in the dark. The shadowy invaders emboldened by the Eclipse's darkness, surged forward in a silent, eerie wave. The clashing of steel rang out, a stark contrast to the hushed awe that had filled the air moments before. The Solar Knights fought valiantly, but the invaders seemed to draw strength from the Eclipse, their forms becoming more solid and menacing as the light waned. In the heart of the fray, Gareth fought with a ferocity born of his sworn duty to protect the Kingdom, and the sun-throne. Each strike of his sword was precise and powerful, yet for every shadow he felled, more seemed to take its place. As the last sliver of sun disappeared behind the moon, plunging the kingdom into a darkness deeper than night, the full scale of the invasion became apparent. Dark forces, unseen for generations, had seized the moment of the eclipse to strike at the heart of the kingdom. Gareth, amidst the chaos and shadow, stood as a bastion of light in the growing darkness, his resolve unwavering. The battle for the Sun Throne had just begun, and he knew that the fate of the kingdom rested on the shoulders of the Solar Knights. In the thick of battle, as Gareth parried and struck with the skill of a seasoned warrior, a figure cloaked in a shimmering, ethereal robe emerged from the chaos. This figure moved with an otherworldly grace, Untouched by the conflict raging around. Intrigued and wary, Gareth made his way towards the figure, sensing that this was no ordinary foe. As he approached, the figure turned, revealing a face that seemed to be carved from moonlight itself, features both beautiful and inscrutable. Gareth! The figure spoke, and the sound was like a melody resonating with an ancient power. You fight valiantly but you must understand the truth behind this conflict. Gareth, with his sword still raised, replied cautiously, Who are you, and what truth do you speak of? I am Selina, the figure answered, her voice imbued with a melancholy wisdom, a messenger of the celestial beings. The chaos you witness is born from a forbidden love, a love between Solara, the Sun deity, and Lunara, the moon goddess. Gareth, taken aback by this revelation, lowered his weapon slightly. A love affair between deities? How does that lead to this invasion? Selina's gaze seemed to pierce through the veil of time. Their love was a secret, hidden from the other celestial beings. But in their union, they created a rift in the balance of light and darkness. This eclipse is a direct consequence of their union. A moment when the sun and moon align, mirroring their forbidden love. Gareth struggled to comprehend the magnitude of what he was hearing. The idea that the deities themselves were responsible for the kingdom's peril was unthinkable. But why? Why would their love bring forth such darkness? The balance of the cosmos is delicate, Selena explained. The sun and moon, light and darkness, must remain separate to maintain harmony. Their union disrupted this balance, awakening ancient forces that lay dormant in the shadows, waiting for an opportunity to strike. The truth of Selina's words weighed heavily on Gareth. The battle he was fighting was not just a physical one, but a clash of cosmic forces, unleashed by a love that defied the very laws of nature. With a new understanding, but with more questions than answers, Gareth prepared to return to the fray. The revelation of the Sun Deity and Moon Goddess's love affair had changed everything. He now knew that the battle for the Sun Throne was not just a struggle for the kingdom's survival, but also a fight to restore the balance of the universe. As the battle against the Dark Forces waged on, Gareth began to notice something amiss among his ranks. The Solar Knights, known for their unwavering unity and impeccable coordination, were faltering in unexpected ways. Enemy attacks seemed almost anticipated, striking with unnerving accuracy at the knight's weakest points. This unsettling realization led Gareth to suspect a betrayal from within. Determined to uncover the truth, Gareth initiated a discreet investigation amidst the chaos of war. He scrutinized the patterns of the attacks, the positioning of his knights and the flow of information within their ranks. His suspicion turned towards one knight in particular, whose actions seemed subtly out of sync with the rest. This knight was Aelius, a seasoned warrior who had served the Sun Throne with distinction. However, Gareth recalled Aelius harbouring a simmering resentment towards the throne due to a past incident, where Aelius's family had suffered due to a decision made by the throne's council. Gareth had always known Alias to be a loyal knight, but the seeds of betrayal can be sown in the soil of old grievances. Confronting Alias required a delicate approach. During a brief lull in the fighting, Gareth approached him under the guise of discussing battle strategy. As they talked, Gareth carefully observed Alias's reactions, probing with questions designed to gauge his loyalty. The confirmation of his betrayal came not through words, but actions. An emergency arose on the battlefield, requiring immediate attention. As Gareth and Aelius rushed to respond, Aelius made a critical error, leading them into an ambush. It was in this moment, surrounded by enemy forces, that Aelius's facade crumbled. I did what I had to, Aelius confessed, his voice filled with a mixture of defiance and sorrow. The sun throne took everything from me this is my retribution. The revelation hit Gareth like a physical blow. Betrayal within the ranks of the Solar Knights was unheard of, a violation of their most sacred oaths. Yet here stood Aelius, a brother in arms, now an enemy driven by vengeance. With a heavy heart, Gareth fought his way out of the ambush, realizing the battle for the Sun Throne had just become more complex. The enemy was not just at the gates, it was within them. This betrayal was a wound deeper than any physical injury, a breach of trust that would have lasting consequences for the kingdom and the solar knights. As the eclipse continued, its effects on the kingdom grew increasingly sinister. The usual vibrancy of the land seemed to wither under the persistent shadow. The people of the kingdom, already unsettled by the invasion of dark forces, began to report strange occurrences that defied explanation. Trees in the royal gardens withered and twisted as if in pain, rivers ran black, and animals behaved erratically, driven mad by an unseen force. These phenomena were merely harbingers of a more terrifying development. In the ancient burial grounds and forgotten crypts across the kingdom, the dead began to stir. Gareth, while leading a contingent of solar Knights to repel a wave of shadow creatures, was alerted to this new horror. A messenger, pale and shaking with fear, brought news that the dead were rising from their graves, their eyes glowing with a malevolent light. These revenants, driven by an insatiable hunger for the living, were attacking villages and spreading terror throughout the kingdom. Realizing the gravity of the situation, Gareth quickly adapted his strategy. This was no longer a battle against a tangible enemy, it was a fight against the dark magic unleashed by the prolonged eclipse. He ordered his knights to form squads to protect the people and sanctify the graveyards to prevent more undead from rising. As night fell, the kingdom found itself besieged not just by shadowy invaders from the eclipse, but by the horrors of its own past. The once peaceful resting places of the dead turned into battlegrounds, where solar knights faced the unholy wrath of the undead. Gareth himself led a charge into the heart of the oldest cemetery, where the curse seemed strongest. With every undead creature they laid to rest, the air grew lighter, a sign that they were turning the tide against the dark magic. However, the true source of the curse remained a mystery. As Gareth fought, he knew that to end this nightmare, he needed to find the origin of the dark magic and destroy it. This was no longer just a fight to defend the kingdom. It was a battle to save the very soul of the land from the corruption that threatened to consume it. In the midst of the chaos wrought by the rising dead, a new and even more ominous threat emerged. Amidst the darkened skies and the warped landscape of the kingdom, a vortex of shadows began to form, swirling with an otherworldly energy. It was a portal, and from its depths poured creatures of nightmare, beings from the shadow realm. These entities were unlike anything the solar knights had ever faced. They were shadows given form, their bodies twisting and shifting, slipping through the night's defenses with ease. Their eyes, devoid of light, seemed to suck in the very essence of hope. Gareth, witnessing the emergence of this new foe, felt a sinking sense of despair. His forces were already stretched thin, battling both the undead and the dark forces that had first invaded. This portal, however, represented a direct link to the Shadow Realm, an endless source of malevolent beings. Realizing the gravity of this new development, Gareth rallied his knights for a direct assault on the portal. He understood that if they did not close this gateway, the kingdom would be overrun and all hope would be lost. As they approached the portal, the air grew colder and the light dimmed further, as if the portal was consuming the very energy of the world around it. The creatures that emerged were relentless, attacking in waves, each more ferocious than the last. Gareth fought at the forefront, his sword cleaving through shadow after shadow, but for each creature he dispatched, two more seemed to take its place. The knights fought valiantly, but they were being pushed back, overwhelmed by the sheer number of enemies. In the heat of battle, Gareth realized that they could not win by force alone. To close the portal, they would need to find a way to disrupt its energy. To sever the connection between the Shadow Realm and their world. But with his forces dwindling, and the Kingdom under siege, Gareth faced an uphill battle, one that tested the limits of his courage and resolve. The Kingdom, once a land of light and prosperity, now found itself on the brink of being swallowed by the darkness of the Shadow Realm. As Gareth strategized to combat the onslaught from the Shadow Realm, a new, insidious threat emerged within the kingdom's own borders. Whispered reports from his scouts and informants spoke of a group that was not just surviving in the chaos, but thriving in it. The Eclipse Cult. This secretive cult had long existed on the fringes of society, dismissed by most as mere fanatics obsessed with celestial phenomena. However, the current eclipse had emboldened them, and they had begun to emerge from the shadows. The cult worshipped the eclipse as a divine event, a harbinger of necessary destruction and renewal, and they revered the chaos it brought. The eclipse cult's influence spread like a creeping vine through the kingdom, sowing seeds of discord and turning the people's fear and uncertainty to their advantage. They preached that the eclipse was a sign of the old order's end and that resisting the darkness was futile. Gareth realized that this cult posed a significant threat, not just because of their growing influence, but because their actions were undermining his efforts to unite the kingdom against the dark forces. Their doctrine of despair weakened the people's resolve and made it harder for Gareth to rally them to the cause. Determined to stem the tide of their influence, Gareth assigned a contingent of his knights to counter the cult's propaganda they spread messages of hope and unity, reminding the people of the strength they had when they stood together. But the cult was cunning, using guerrilla tactics to evade direct confrontation and spreading their message in whispers and clandestine meetings. As Gareth contended with the physical threat of the creatures from the Shadow Realm, he now also had to fight a battle of hearts and minds against the Eclipse cult. Their ability to instill doubt and fear was as dangerous as any shadow creature's fang or claw. The cult's rise added another layer of complexity to the already daunting task before Gareth, challenging his leadership and testing the resilience of the kingdom's spirit. In a remote part of the kingdom where the land met the sea, a remarkable phenomenon occurred amidst the ongoing chaos. As the eclipse reached its zenith, the turbulent waters began to recede, revealing the top of a structure long submerged and forgotten by time. It was a temple, ancient and majestic, its architecture hinting at a civilization that predated the current kingdom. Word of this discovery reached Gareth, who, despite the overwhelming challenges he faced, recognized the potential significance of this temple, He decided to lead a small group of trusted knights to investigate, hoping to find something that could turn the tide in their favor. As they approached the temple, Gareth felt a strange energy emanating from its walls, an aura of ancient power and secrets, long hidden. The temple was adorned with intricate carvings and symbols, depicting the sun and moon in various phases, hinting at a deep connection to the celestial bodies. Inside, the temple was remarkably preserved. Statues of deities stood in silent vigil and offerings long ago made lay untouched on altars. But what caught Gareth's attention were the texts and artifacts scattered throughout the halls, covered in dust but intact. These texts spoke of the origins of the sun and moon deities, Solara and Lunara, and their role in maintaining the balance of the universe they revealed that the deities were not just celestial beings, but also guardians of the cosmic equilibrium, each wielding power over their respective realms. One particular artifact, a relic shaped like a sun with a moon at its center, seemed to pulsate with energy. As Gareth examined it, he realized that this relic was a key of sorts, designed to interact with celestial energies. The texts, also contained prophecies and warnings about the consequences of disrupting the balance between the sun and moon. It became clear to Gareth that the eclipse was more than a celestial event. It was a cosmic anomaly that had triggered the current crisis. Armed with this newfound knowledge, Gareth understood that the key to resolving the chaos lay in restoring the balance between Solara and Lunara. The ancient texts and the relic provided clues but how to use them to end the eclipse and close the portal to the Shadow Realm remained a puzzle. As Gareth and his knights prepared to leave the temple, they knew that what they had discovered could change the course of the battle. The secrets of the sunken temple offered a glimmer of hope, a chance to undo the darkness that had enveloped the kingdom. The turmoil caused by the prolonged eclipse and the ensuing battles had an unforeseen and catastrophic consequence, Deep within the heart of the kingdom's most desolate mountain range, a rumble began to stir, shaking the earth to its very core. From a hidden cavern, long sealed by ancient magic, emerged a creature of legend and fear, the Eclipse Dragon. The Eclipse Dragon was a being of immense power, spoken of in hushed tones in the oldest of legends. It was said to be a guardian of celestial balance, but its methods were destructive. And indiscriminate. Awakened by the disruption of the cosmic order, the dragon viewed the chaos as a sign to exert its own brand of order upon the world. As it took to the sky, its massive wingspan casting a shadow that added to the gloom of the eclipse, the dragon let out a roar that echoed across the kingdom. It flew over villages and towns, its fiery breath laying waste to everything in its path. Its scales, as dark as the void of space, reflected the dim light of the eclipsed sun, giving it an ethereal and terrifying appearance. Gareth, upon hearing reports of the dragon's awakening, felt a heavy burden on his heart. The kingdom was already reeling from the invasion of dark forces and the rise of the undead, and now they faced a threat of an entirely different magnitude. The eclipsed dragon was not just another enemy to be fought, it was a force of nature, its motives and actions beyond the understanding of mere mortals. Realizing the gravity of this new threat, Gareth knew that they could not hope to defeat the dragon through conventional means. Its power seemed tied to the eclipse itself, and as long as the celestial event continued, the dragon seemed invincible. The destruction wrought by the eclipse dragon was indiscriminate, affecting not just the people of the kingdom, but also the dark forces that had invaded. In its fury, the dragon was reshaping the very landscape of the kingdom, leaving behind a trail of fire and ruin. Gareth, faced with this new challenge, had to quickly devise a strategy. He needed to protect the people and preserve what was left of the kingdom, while also seeking a way to calm the dragon's rage. The solution, he suspected, lay in the secrets he had uncovered in the sunken temple the key to ending the eclipse and calming the eclipse dragon's fury was now more crucial than ever. The dragon's rampage across the kingdom served as a stark reminder of the consequences of a cosmic imbalance, a balance that Gareth was now tasked with restoring. Facing a threat that transcended old rivalries and disputes, Gareth understood that the only way to overcome the overwhelming odds to forge alliances with those they had once considered enemies. The Kingdom, already under siege from the Dark Forces and the Eclipse Dragon, needed unity more than ever. Gareth set out to meet with the leaders of the factions that worshipped the Moon. These factions had always been at odds with the followers of the Sun Throne, their beliefs and practices clashing in fundamental ways. However, the current crisis transcended their ideological differences, and Gareth hoped to appeal to their shared desire to save the kingdom. He arranged a clandestine meeting in a neutral location, away from the prying eyes of the Eclipse cult and the chaos engulfing the kingdom. As he sat down with the Moon Faction leaders, Gareth felt the weight of centuries of discord between them. But the urgency of the situation left no room for old grudges. Friends, our kingdom faces an unprecedented threat. Gareth began. His voice steady and sincere. The forces we face do not discriminate between sun and moon followers. We must unite if we are to save our land and our people. The moon faction leaders, wary and skeptical, listened as Gareth laid out the situation. He spoke of the eclipse dragon, the shadow realm portal, and the rise of the undead. He shared the knowledge he had gained from the sunken temple explaining how the balance between the Sun and the Moon was key to resolving the crisis. After much debate and discussion, the Moon Faction leaders agreed to an alliance. They recognized that their survival depended on working together, and Gareth's honesty and the gravity of his words convinced them of the need for unity. This alliance was a significant step towards uniting the Kingdom against the common threats. The moon factions brought with them knowledge of ancient rituals and practices that could aid in combating the dark magic at play. Their understanding of the moon's energies complemented the solar knight's affinity with the sun, creating a more balanced and formidable force. In the midst of the newfound alliance and the ongoing battle against the dark forces, Gareth knew he had to address the betrayal within his own ranks. The treachery of Aelius once a trusted solar knight, was a wound that needed to be healed for the order to move forward united. Gareth sought out Aelius, who had been evading capture since his treachery was revealed. He found him on the outskirts of the kingdom, near the ruins of what was once Aelius's family estate. The land was barren, a stark reminder of the past injustices that had fueled Aelius's betrayal. As Gareth approached, Aelius turned to face him his expression a mix of defiance and resignation. So you've come to pass judgment, Gareth? Aelius asked, his voice tinged with bitterness. This is not about judgment, Aelius. It's about understanding and justice, Gareth replied, his stance firm but not aggressive. You were a brother to us, a protector of the realm. Why turn against everything you once stood for? The two knights faced each other. Alias' hand went to his sword, and Gareth knew that words alone would not settle this. The two engaged in combat, their swords clashing in the stillness of the ruined landscape. The duel was intense, each combatant skilled and determined. But Gareth, driven by a sense of duty and justice, eventually overcame Alias. Disarmed and defeated, Alias slumped to the ground, his resolve finally breaking. The Sun Throne. They took everything from me. Aelius gasped, his eyes filled with a mix of pain and anger. My family's lands, our honour, all because of a dispute they refused to mediate fairly. I lived my life as a knight. But inside, the anger never faded. Gareth listened, his heart heavy with the burden of his comrade's pain. He realized that Aelius' betrayal was not born out of malice, but from a deep sense of injustice and loss. The betrayal was as much a failure of the Sun Throne as it was of Aelius himself. You should have spoken of your grievances. We could have sought justice together, Gareth said, offering a hand to help Aelius up. Aelius accepted the help, standing wearily. I thought I could find justice in vengeance but I see now that I was only spreading more pain. With Aelius' defeat and his motives laid bare, Gareth understood that the path to healing the kingdom lay not just in combating external threats, but in addressing the internal fractures within their society. He took Aelius into custody, intending to seek a fair trial for him, a chance for redemption and for the kingdom to confront its past mistakes. The confrontation with Alias was a painful reminder that justice within the kingdom needed to be upheld as steadfastly as the battle against the darkness outside. Armed with the ancient knowledge unearthed from the sunken temple, Gareth began to unravel the mysteries behind the eclipse curses that plagued the kingdom. The text spoke of a ritual, a convergence of sun and moon energies which could break the curses inflicted during the eclipse. Understanding the urgency of the situation, Gareth gathered a group of solar knights and moon faction practitioners, each essential for their unique abilities to channel the respective celestial energies. They set out to the heart of the kingdom, where the curse seemed strongest, to perform the ritual. The location was an ancient site known as the Nexus, where ley lines of both solar and lunar energies intersected. As they prepared for the ritual, The air was thick with an oppressive energy, the ground littered with the restless dead, a stark reminder of the curse's malign influence. Gareth stood at the centre of the Nexus, the relic from the sunken temple in hand. The solar knights and moon faction practitioners formed a circle around him, each chanting in a language as old as the land itself. The relic began to glow pulsing with a light that grew brighter with each verse of the chant. The sky above the nexus reacted to the ritual. Rays of sunlight pierced through the darkened sky, mingling with beams of ethereal moonlight. This convergence created a spectacle of twilight, neither day nor night, but a perfect balance between the two. As the ritual reached its climax, Gareth raised the relic towards the sky and a surge of energy erupted from it cascading over the land. The effect was immediate and profound. The air cleared, the oppressive energy dissipated, and the undead, caught in the wave of cleansing energy, paused in their tracks. One by one, the risen dead began to collapse, their bodies disintegrating into dust, carried away by a gentle breeze. The land itself seemed to sigh in relief, as if a great weight had been lifted from its shoulders. The ritual's success was a significant victory for Gareth and his allies. The dispelling of the eclipse curses brought a semblance of peace to the troubled land. Villages and towns, long tormented by the restless dead, now found reprieve. The people, who had been living in fear, began to emerge from their hiding places, their eyes reflecting the renewed hope. This triumph, however, was just one step towards restoring the kingdom. The Shadow Realm portal still loomed as a dark threat, and the Eclipse Dragon continued its rampage across the land. But for now, Gareth had given his people a much needed victory. With the Eclipse curses lifted, Gareth turned his focus to the next critical challenge, closing the portal to the Shadow Realm. This portal was the source of unending darkness spewing forth creatures that threatened to overrun the kingdom. Gareth knew that as long as the portal remained open, the kingdom would never be safe. Gathering his most skilled knights and newly allied moon practitioners, Gareth devised a plan to close the portal. The operation would require them to fight through the heart of enemy territory, where the concentration of dark creatures was the greatest. The moon practitioners, skilled in the arts of lunar magic, Had devised a spell that, when cast in the vicinity of the portal, would disrupt its energy and force it closed. As they neared the portal, the reality of their task became clear. The area around the portal was teeming with creatures of the Shadow Realm, each more grotesque and menacing than the last. The air was thick with malevolence, and the ground itself seemed to writhe under the influence of the portal's dark energy. Gareth led the charge, his sword cutting a path through the Horde. The Solar Knights and Moon Practitioners followed, their combined forces complementing each other in the fray. The Knights' prowess in combat, bolstered by the Practitioners' arcane abilities, created a formidable front against the Shadow Creatures. Fighting their way to the portal was a perilous endeavour. Every step forward was contested by the relentless assault of the Dark Forces. Gareth himself fought with a desperation born of knowing that failure was not an option. His armor, dented and scratched, bore testament to the ferocity of the battle. Finally, they reached the portal. The moon practitioners began their incantation, their voices rising above the din of battle. The spell required precise execution, and any interruption could mean disaster. The solar knights formed a protective circle around them, Fending off wave after wave of attackers, the portal, sensing the threat to its existence, seemed to redouble its efforts. The creatures coming through became larger, more ferocious. But Gareth and his allies held their ground, determined to see their mission through. As the incantation reached its climax, a blinding light emanated from the practitioners enveloping the portal. The ground shook violently, and a deafening roar filled the air as the portal's energy clashed with the spell. In a final desperate effort, Gareth plunged his sword into the base of the portal, channeling the combined solar and lunar energies through the blade. The portal convulsed, its structure collapsing in on itself, and with a final thunderous implosion, it closed. Exhausted, wounded, but victorious, Gareth and his companions retreated from the site. The closing of the Shadow Realm portal was a significant victory, a turning point in the battle for the kingdom. The tide of darkness had been stemmed, but the war was far from over. The Eclipse Dragon still soared in the skies, a reminder of the final challenge that awaited them. With the Shadow Realm portal sealed, Gareth shifted his attention to the next pressing issue, the Eclipse Cult. This group, which had flourished in the chaos, continued to spread despair and fear, undermining the efforts to restore order in the kingdom. Their defeat was crucial to re-establishing peace and unity. Gareth, leveraging the intelligence gathered by his scouts, learned of the cult's stronghold, a fortified enclave deep in the forest, shrouded in dark magic. He realized that a direct assault would be perilous due to the cult's knowledge of dark rituals and their fanatical followers. Therefore, Gareth planned a two pronged strategy a frontal assault to engage the cult's forces, and a covert operation to infiltrate the stronghold and dismantle their power from within. To execute this plan, Gareth relied on the alliance between the Solar Knights and the Moon practitioners. Their combined strength and diverse skills were key to overcoming the cult's dark magic. He also sought the assistance of local villagers who, tired of the cult's oppression, were willing to provide valuable knowledge of the terrain and the stronghold's defences. As the Solar Knights and their allies approached the Eclipse Cult's enclave, they were met with fierce resistance. Cultists, empowered by dark rituals, fought with a zealotry that was unnerving. The battle was chaotic, with the Solar Knights pushing forward against a seemingly endless tide of adversaries. Meanwhile, a small group led by Gareth used the chaos as a cover to infiltrate the stronghold. Moving through hidden passages revealed by the villagers, they reached the heart of the Enclave, where the cult's leaders were conducting a dark ritual to strengthen their forces. Gareth and his team disrupted the ritual engaging the cult leaders in a fierce battle. The cultists, though powerful in their dark arts, were no match for Gareth's skill and the combined might of his team. As the leaders fell, the cult's magical defences began to crumble and their control over their followers waned. The frontal assault, bolstered by the news of the successful infiltration, gained momentum. The cultists, realising their leaders were defeated, began to lose their resolve. What had started as a pitched battle turned into a rout with the cultists fleeing or surrendering en masse. The Eclipse cult's stronghold was dismantled, their artifacts of dark magic confiscated and destroyed. The cult's influence over the kingdom diminished rapidly following their defeat. Villages and towns, once under the shadow of the cult's fear, began to see a resurgence of hope and unity. Gareth's strategy and the unwavering resolve of his allies had led to a decisive victory. The Kingdom, though still bearing the scars of the recent conflicts, could now focus on healing and rebuilding. The downfall of the Eclipse Cult marked the end of their reign of terror and the restoration of a semblance of peace in the land. With the Shadow Realm portal closed and the Eclipse Cult defeated, Gareth turned his attention to the final and perhaps most formidable challenge, the Eclipse Dragon. This ancient creature of immense power continued to wreak havoc across the kingdom, its wrath unquenched. Understanding the magnitude of this threat, Gareth gathered his most trusted solar knights and moon practitioners, along with volunteers from the villages and towns affected by the dragon's destruction. Together, they devised a plan to confront the dragon, combining their diverse skills and knowledge. The plan involved luring the dragon to a location where they could have some advantage. The chosen battleground was the Plains of Solara, an open area that offered few places for the dragon to hide and ample space for the knights and practitioners to maneuver. Additionally, the plains were rich in solar energy, which they hoped would bolster their strength. As they prepared for battle, The air was thick with tension and anticipation. The alliance of the solar knights and moon practitioners, strengthened by their recent victories, stood ready, their faces set with determination. The dragon, drawn by the presence of so many adversaries, descended upon the plains with a deafening roar. Its massive form blotted out the light, its scales shimmering with a malevolent darkness. The battle that ensued was epic in scale. Gareth led the charge, his sword gleaming in the dim light as he directed his forces against the dragon. The solar knights engaged with disciplined formations, their blades and shields a testament to their training and bravery. The moon practitioners channeling their arcane energies cast spells to weaken and disorient the dragon. Despite their preparation and courage, the dragon's power was overwhelming. Its fiery breath scorched the earth, and its claws tore through armor as if it were paper. The beast seemed impervious to their attacks, its hide resistant to both steel and magic. Realizing that brute force alone would not be enough, Gareth recalled the knowledge from the Sunken Temple, the need for balance between sun and moon energies. Signaling to the practitioners, he directed them to combine their powers, creating a beam of blended solar and lunar energy. As Gareth distracted the dragon, leading it in a dangerous dance of attack and evasion, the practitioners unleashed the combined beam. The energy struck the dragon, enveloping it in a brilliant light. For a moment the dragon seemed to falter, its movements becoming sluggish, its roars less fearsome. Seizing the opportunity, Gareth and his allies redoubled their assault. The dragon... Weakened by the combined energies, began to retreat, realising that this battle was not one it could easily win. As the dragon took to the sky, fleeing the battlefield, a cheer erupted from the ranks of the knights and practitioners. They had faced the Eclipse Dragon, a creature of legend and terror, and had driven it away. The dragon was not defeated, but its retreat marked a significant victory for the kingdom. Exhausted but triumphant, Gareth and his allies returned to the kingdom, their heads held high. The dragon remained at large, a lingering threat in the skies. But for now, the kingdom was safe and peace was restored. As the kingdom began to heal from the scars of the recent conflicts, Gareth found himself in a rare moment of quiet reflection. He pondered over the battles fought, the alliances forged and the sacrifices made. The kingdom had endured through unity and resilience, but the future still held uncertainty, especially with the Eclipse Dragon still at large. During his contemplation, Gareth was approached by a group of villagers from a remote part of the kingdom. They spoke of a miraculous event that had occurred during the height of the eclipse, the birth of a child under extraordinary circumstances. Intrigued, Gareth agreed to meet this child. Upon his arrival at the village, Gareth was led to a humble home where he was introduced to a young couple and their newborn. The child, they explained, was born at the exact moment the eclipse reached totality. But it was not just the timing of the birth that was remarkable. It was the child itself. As Gareth looked upon the infant, he noticed an almost tangible aura surrounding the child, a gentle interplay of light and shadow that seemed to emanate from within the villagers whispered tales of the child's birth being accompanied by strange phenomena, lights flickering in the sky, a gentle warmth enveloping the room, and shadows dancing in harmony. The village seer, an elderly woman with a deep understanding of ancient lore, stepped forward. This child, she said, her voice imbued with a sense of wonder, is the embodiment of balance. Born of both light and darkness during the eclipse, She is destined to bring a new era of peace and unity to the kingdom. Gareth was astounded by the revelation. The idea that a child, born during such tumultuous times, could symbolize the balance they had all strived to achieve seemed like a sign of hope, a promise of a brighter future. As word of the child's birth and her extraordinary nature spread, people from all corners of the kingdom came to see her. They found hope in her presence, a belief that the kingdom would enter an era of balance and prosperity. Gareth, witnessing the unity and joy the child brought to the people, realized that she could be the key to a lasting peace. He pledged to protect and guide her, ensuring that when the time came, she would ascend to the throne, not just as a ruler, but as a symbol of the harmony between light and darkness. The child's birth marked the beginning of a new chapter for the kingdom. As she grew, so too did the peace and stability of the land. The Eclipse Dragon, sensing the change, ceased its attacks and retreated into legend once more. In this unexpected twist of fate, the kingdom found its true salvation not through battles and magic, but in a child a living embodiment of the equilibrium that Gareth and so many others had fought so valiantly to achieve. The future looked bright, with the promise of a ruler who would lead with wisdom and balance, ushering in an age of peace and prosperity for all.